Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. pH removal of SCS floating barrier is a story seen and heard round the world. First word, the diver of the Philippine Coast Guard who dove underwater to cut the rope anchoring China's floating barrier in the West Philippine Sea, or South China Sea, will have a whale of a story to tell his children and grandchildren. Like the Catapuneros of 1896 who tore up their cedula in defiance of Spain's colonial regime to proclaim the start of the Philippine Revolution and the national struggle for independence, the diver will be remembered as emblematic of Filipino defiance and resistance to China's unrelenting and extravagant claims to all of the South China Sea, including the Philippines' Exclusive Economic Zone, EEZ, entitlements under the United Nations Convention on the Law of the Sea, UNCLO. The moment the PCG member cut the rope connecting the floating barrier that was installed near Scarborough Shoal, it seemed a new page was opened in the long festering disputes between China and some ASEAN countries over their conflicting claims to rights and entitlements in the historic and strategic waterway. After the rope was cut and the Philippines lifted the anchor that kept it in place, China removed the barrier. On Tuesday, a spokesman for China's foreign ministry brusquely dismissed the Philippine statement. We advise the Philippines not to cause provocation and cause trouble, he said. The Philippines said on Monday it had executed a special operation to remove a floating barrier installed by China at a prime fishing patch in the South China Sea, a move that could stoke tension in Asia's most disputed waters. The government had expressed outrage on Sunday and shared images of the Chinese Coast Guard policing a long, ball buoy barrier near the Scarborough Shoal, a rocky outcrop 200 kilometers from the Philippines and the site of years of intermittent flare-ups over sovereignty and fishing rights. Hours after National Security Advisor Eduardo Año had vowed to take action, the PCG said it had removed the floating cordon at the behest of President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. and his special task force on the South China Sea. The barrier posed a hazard to navigation, a clear violation of international law. It also hinders the conduct of fishing and livelihood activities of Filipino fisherfolk, the PCG said in a statement, describing the shoal as an integral part of the Philippine national territory. China's foreign ministry made no direct mention of the floating barrier but earlier on Monday defended the actions of its Coast Guard as necessary measures after a Philippine Bureau of Fisheries and Aquatic Resources, FAR, vessel intruded into its waters on Friday. The latest back and forth between Manila and Beijing underscores the strained relations between the two countries as the Philippines has lately been strengthening military ties with China's rival, the United States, a treaty ally of the Philippines. The strategic Scarborough Shoal, named after a British cargo vessel that ran aground on the atoll in the 18th century, was seized in 2012 by China, which has maintained a constant presence of Coast Guard and fishing trawlers there ever since. Under pro-China former President Rodrigo Duterte, Chinese and Filipino fishermen had since 2017 enjoyed a peaceful coexistence at the Shoal, known for its stunning turquoise lagoon that serves as a sanctuary for fishing boats during storms. The Department of Foreign Affairs said the barrier was a violation of international law and the Philippines would take all appropriate measures to protect our country's sovereignty and the livelihood of our fisherfolk. A new line in SCS. The New York Times reported the removal of the floating barrier with a front-page story on September 29, headlined, Tensions with China Cross a New Line in the South China Sea. The paper said the moment the PCG diver cut a section of the rope underwater, the Philippines took one of the most forceful steps yet in contesting China's unrelenting territorial claims ever closer to the Philippine Islands. The NEAT noted that since taking office in June 2022, President Marcos has signaled wanting a more muscular foreign policy approach toward China. But until now, 
those actions were confined mostly to rhetoric, deepening alliances with the United States and other countries and releasing videos of aggressive activities undertaken by the Chinese Coast Guard against Philippine vessels. The surprise this time was that the action was being taken by the Philippines. It has left little doubt that the Philippines is offering more forceful resistance to China's territorial designs. How China might react to this latest display of Philippine resistance is causing some apprehension in the region, the paper noted, as it could risk a direct military confrontation between China and the Philippines and its allies, including the U.S., whose Navy fleet is patrolling the region. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. China's actions in the past few years to assert greater control over the waters that it claims ownership of has alarmed neighbors Vietnam, Malaysia, Brunei, Indonesia and the Philippines, which have their own competing claims to part of the sea region. Apart from being a treaty ally of the Philippines, the U.S. is also involved, as it claims to have a vested interest in maintaining freedom of navigation in one of the world's busiest shipping lanes. Many analysts say China is likely to stop short of taking any military action against the Philippines for fear of being embroiled in a broader conflict with Washington and other U.S. allies in the region. If the U.S. has to engage in a military confrontation with China in the South China Sea, you can't expect Australia and Japan, for example, to just sit there and idle about while their American allies are fighting the Chinese, said Colin Coe, a senior fellow at the Institute of Defense and Strategic Studies in Singapore. They will be drawn into it somehow. So this is something that I believe any good Chinese planner will have to consider. Coe said he expects China to ramp up its presence in the SCS, perhaps by sending more vessels around the disputed areas to prevent Filipino fishermen from operating freely and to block maritime law enforcement vessels. Former Supreme Court Justice Antonio Carpio, who has written extensively on the dispute with China, said the Philippines was just mirroring what Malaysia and Indonesia did recently when both countries sent their ships to survey disputed waters despite threats from China. If you assert your right and you stand your ground, well, China will not do anything, he added. A test for Japan. In Tokyo, the Japan Times published an editorial on September 29 under the title, The South China Sea is a Test for Japan. It said, Tensions continue to rise in the South China Sea. China claims nearly the entirety of the vital waterway and other littoral states are pushing back, none perhaps more so than the Philippines. The standoff between the two countries' maritime forces risks breaking out into open conflict, one that could ensnare other countries, including Japan. Tokyo and other supporters of a rule-based order must stand with Manila against Beijing's predations nevertheless. Failure to stand up to China now will only encourage other grabs in the future. The editorial went on to note how President Marcos has taken a different tack from his predecessor, who dismissed the arbitral tribunal ruling in 2016 favoring the Philippines, and adopted a more confrontational approach against China. 
central to Marcos' approach has been rebuilding tattered relations with the United States, his country's treaty ally, and forging new relationships with other security partners, Japan chief among them. In August, U.S. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin eliminated a long-standing sore spot by reaffirming that the two countries' mutual defense treaty extends to Philippine public vessels, aircraft and armed forces, to include those of its Coast Guard, in the Pacific, including in the South China Sea. The editorial took note of a trilateral, Japan-Philippines-U.S., foreign ministers meeting this week that was held on the sidelines of the annual meeting of the UN General Assembly in New York. The three reaffirmed their commitment to promote peace and stability in the South China Sea and the East China Sea. Chief Cabinet Secretary Hirokazu Matsuno added at a press conference, Our country strongly opposes any conduct that heightens tension in the South China Sea. Support the Philippines. Japan Times wrote, Japan must recognize that such comments demand that it go beyond words. The chance of a clash between Chinese and Philippine maritime forces is rising, and China may feel obliged to make a show of resolve in response to the special operation, and that could involve the U.S. as well. Japan, not only by virtue of its alliance with the U.S. but its own increasingly close relations with Manila, could be included, too. It should be. Not only do the sea lanes that Japan depends on for national survival traverse the South China Sea, but a failure to stand up for the rule of law there risks its erosion in the East China Sea as well. If Japan is ready to stand with Ukraine, half a world away, then it should also be supporting the Philippines, just a few hours to the south. Australia too will play a role. Earlier this month, Canberra and Manila announced that they would enhance the two nations' security partnership, which manifested in August in their first joint military exercises. Earlier this month, the Philippines also announced that it was in talks with Japan, Australia and the U.S. to hold joint patrols in parts of the South China Sea that are within the Philippines' 200 nautical mile exclusive economic zone. Japan must continue to offer rhetorical and material support for the Philippines and the rule of law in the Indo-Pacific. This position courts risk, Japan could find itself ensnared in a conflict. It is a risk worth taking, however. Not only is it the best way to defend against a revisionist power, a clear willingness to fight for its interests and values is the best deterrent to prevent challenges from ever materializing but it will rally other nations to our side in a crisis. They cannot be expected to help us if we do not help them in their moment of need. Yenabsever at gmail.com